So hello and welcome to this uh, edition of the Connection podcast. We haven't done one for a while, but we're going to try and do a few more. And uh, for those of you who were in St. Mary's on the 21st of November, which was the Feast of Christ the King, we did a special service with the Mother's Union for their 16 Days of Activism. Now, I'm here now in uh, Jackie's kitchen, and uh, I'm not on my own, because Jackie's with me. Uh, so, Jackie, tell us something about, or I should say Jackie Fredrickson, isn't it? So everyone knows which Jackie it is, not Jackie Jones, isn't it? Yeah. So with Jackie Fredrickson in her kitchen. So, Jackie, what's the 16 Days of Activism? What's it all about? Well, it's a United Nations thing that the Mother's Union have been part of for the last several years. And it starts on the 25th of November which the which is the um, United Nations Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women and Girls. And it goes through to the 10th of December, which is the International Human Rights Day. And during those 16 days, um, we pray and um, campaign against, or to bring up an awareness of and to campaign against gender-based violence, so any kind of violence that's based alongside somebody's gender whether they're female or whether they're male or whether they're gay or whatever it might be we campaign against that and alongside that we also uh, want to bring an awareness of domestic abuse which has become something that's been become much worse during the lockdown periods where people have been confined to their homes and abuse has taken on a much bigger so in uh, on Sunday, we gave out uh, some bags of well-being. Well, we blessed some bags of well-being on Sunday. And then on Monday and Tuesday this week, you've given them out to the Praise and Play and Little Sparks uh, parents, isn't it? Yeah. So what went on to the bags of well-being? What was the thing behind that? Well, the idea behind that was to actually recognise that um, mums of small children at Christmas time and the whole period of time leading up to Christmas it's quite a stressful time in fact it's a very stressful time there's lots of reasons to be stressed and worried about the cost of it all doing everything remembering everything making the Christmas perfect and everything else and we we had the idea that we could remind mums about how important it is to look after themselves and in fact that mums are important too so mums tend to get this thing where they're thinking about everyone else got to think about the children the mum the grandma you know everyone all the members of the family and it's really important to just take stock and remember that actually you're important as well so the thinking behind the bags of wellness was 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 really recognizing that and suggesting to mums that they actually took a few minutes out and thought about themselves. So what did you put in the bags of wellness then? So in the bags were went um, a little bath fizzer, a pretty um, emery board, um, and um, some hot, hot chocolate sachet, and some chocolates, and a scented candle. And then also there was some information about the 16 days of activism and what it's about, um, and the different categories of abuse and thinking about that and also some helplines on the back. And we put those helplines up in the, the loos in uh, St Nick's and in uh, St Mary's as well, isn't it? Those... Yes. yes, they're up there now. Yeah, well, I, 
uh, yeah. you had to confirm that they were up in the ladies, yeah. but they're also up in the gents. So yes. I knew that. Yeah. And they're in St. Nick's now as well. And they're in St. Nick's now. And that's really important because it's a, a space where only men or any only women go. And they actually, if you were in a situation where uh, you were feeling threatened or it was a dangerous situation, that's a place where you can actually go to get information quietly and you could take a picture of the helpline with your phone and then ring it up and it gives you a kind of um, escape route really it gives you a way out of that dangerous or abusive situation isn't it that's and, the thinking behind it yeah, mm. sure and um, the other thing was as well we gave the information to everybody so then it's not um, a situation where we're only thinking about oh maybe this person maybe that person because Gender-based violence can affect anybody, any class, any race, any gender, isn't it? There were some disturbing stories on the Mother's Union website, one of the links off the website, about um, the things that men had suffered uh, in abusive relationships, which I found quite terrifying, some of those, those sorts of things that go on. So it affects anybody, really, anybody at all. It does. It does indeed, but it, I think it's acknowledged that it affects women and girls more than men but yes certainly it can affect men as well yeah and the essence behind it really is with mother's union what the essence of mother's union is faith in action isn't it it is so it's about putting what we do every week in church into practical action in the in the world around us and doing what we can to serve those around us day by day and what I found quite interesting is is you're going on a on a demonstration, aren't you, on uh, Saturday in uh, in in uh, the in shopping, shopping centre? Yep. Yeah. Do you want to tell us about this demo? Yeah. Well, it's the Global Day of Action. It's Mother's Union um, response to the sixteen days to have this Global Day of Action, and we're invited to do um, a three minute silence at three minutes past one, which re- reflects the number, the statistics that one in three women worldwide will suffer from domestic abuse at some point in their life and so the three minute silence at three minutes past one was significant and we've been advised to or invited to wear purple purple scarves and badges as well saying no more no more one and three and I think the whole point of that is to to break the silence and to let people know that this is happening and that it's not okay, and Mother's Union abhors it and, and would like to see an end to domestic violence and gender-based um, violence, and it's, uh, it's, it's a way of actually drawing attention to this, and certainly the faith in action bit, for me, it's, it's quite difficult to be active and do something by yourself, but Mother's Union actually provides a vehicle for putting that faith into action and for doing something that you feel strongly about um, as an opportunity to do that. Yeah, and it's it's a community. Well, uh, <laughs> some of one of the great saints I've forgotten his name now, who was in the Spanish Civil War, uh, called it uh, a community of resistance. And what he meant by that was when you're trying to face down something which is evil, like domestic mm. abuse is mm. an abhorrent evil. The way to do it is to form a small community and then face that down by supporting each other and doing it together as a group rather than as an individual. It's um, the idea of solidarity, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. We stand in solidarity. 
And I think as well, doing it in the shopping centre, actually then you don't know who's going to go past, you don't know who's going to see it. And, you know, you don't know what hope that's going to give to somebody if they are in that sort of relationship. And if you think about it, one in three, that means if there's 30 children in a class, that means that statistically 10 of those children would be at one point either the victim of or have experience of gender-based violence. I, I think that's very much one of the things, and certainly that's one of the... If during the 16 days, there's prayers every day for different aspects of this, and one of those is specifically about the children that are very seriously affected, very often, by violence in the home, the witness, you know, things that they witness, things that they hear, that... Um, it's harmful. Yeah, it is the home. It, is, it was saying on Sunday that what evil is, is a distortion of goodness and beauty. Yeah. And the family is supposed to be the place of greatest love, greatest support and greatest beauty where those relationships flourish and we become the best people we can be. And that's why this is so desperately evil because it's, taking that booty and just destroying it. And I think that's whatever we can do in whatever small way to make a difference uh, with this has got to be good. And I think as well in the world we live in today, when we have the news and everything else, we kind of can feel overwhelmed by hopelessness and kind of inaction that we can't make a difference, we can't do anything. But I think when we do come together even in a small way, to do something little like this that can make a big difference, we then feel more in control and more empowered. And I think the greatest danger we have in our world today is that sense of hopelessness and despair where we just think, oh, I've had enough of that. And then COVID's made that 10 times worse. Now, Jackie, this seems quite personal to you. So why is this issue personal to you then? Well, I haven't told this story before, but um, I wanted to tell it in line with the 16 days because I think it's, I think it's hard to believe sometimes that it can happen to you. Um, and certainly this happened to me. And I think... I think it's... Um, it's one of those things that creeps up on you. And I, and I actually think by putting out the leaflets with information about domestic abuse, actually some people might just read it and think, actually, that's happening to me. And not necessarily realise at that point that actually this is domestic abuse. I mean, my story is I, w I went to college um, as, a, as an 18-year-old. And prior to that, I'd been... a pretty much like I am now, I suppose I was fairly outgoing and confident and did a lot of organising things, helped run the Cubs and different things like that. And when I went to college, I didn't know anybody and I felt a little bit like a, a very small fish in a great big pond. Um, and then fairly soon after that, I met, I met somebody who went on to be my boyfriend who, who actually was a year older than me and knew a lot of people. Um, he also had um, a mobile disco, so he went to all the parties, all the dances, he was, he was a presence at that. 
And so going out with him was was quite a, quite a boon. And I thought, you know, this is this is good. I'm getting to go to all the parties. But actually, he was quite clever, really, because he had a he had somebody there to help carry all the stuff, um, which is quite a lot. So you know, I got involved in that, and I was humping things around and quite busy all the time with the disco. But you know, I just went along with it, and um, and. I enjoyed I enjoyed being part of it, I suppose, at the time. Um, sometimes in the holidays, he came back to my home and my parents took an instant dislike to him and they didn't like him at all. And so that made me more de determined than ever, really, to sort of say, oh, you know, you're wrong and, you know, he's really quite nice. But he actually wasn't quite nice and he was never all that nice to me while we were going out. But... I think my parents' disapproval of him probably pushed me towards we got engaged and then we got married as soon as we left college. We got married. And I naively thought that actually when we were married, he would actually be much nicer to me. But actually the opposite was true. Um, and, uh, and, and so it was not a very happy time. And I realised, I don't think I realised it happening, but... Over that period of time while we were at college, I became more and more quiet. I was always in his shadow um, and I lost myself, really. I think I became quite introverted. He wasn't keen on me having any other friends. Uh, he wasn't keen on me seeing my parents or ringing them. Um, and he became quite controlling. He was also very keen on becoming very wealthy. And so in addition to working full time as a teacher, he also arranged weekend work for us as well in 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 a fairground and also then in um in a bar in a bar in a nightclub so you know we were working flat out all the time really um but all the time he was very critical of me um you start to believe it and i think the message I want to get over really is that it was a, it was a slow process but during that process i I started to believe what he was telling me and I believed that I was worthless and stupid and, you know, everything else that he told me. Um, and I, and then when he, when he hit me because of, I, you know, may have suggested that I didn't want to do something. And so he would just hit me. It was always my fault. And I believed that. And I believe that it was my fault. And I just want to say to anybody who might be listening and recognising this story in their own lives, it isn't your fault. It is not your fault. And it is not okay. Um, um, I was very fortunate to not be with him now. So what you're saying there is it's not something that happens overnight. It's a gradual, gradual, gradual process. Very gradual. So I... gradual you don't actually notice it happening. But my parents noticed it happening. That's why they didn't like him because they could see that control that he was having over me and how it was changing me and making me withdrawn um, and not the person I was. And it's all about taking somebody and possessing them yeah. and controlling every aspect of their life, uh, almost like putting them into a kind of psychological jail, really. Yes, it is. It very much is, yeah. And And then you kind of, you wake up one day and then you realise what's actually going on. Yeah. But the time it takes to get to that point 
from the beginning could be years and years it and could, years. It could be years and years. Yes, it could. And it, and it, but the thing is, you might not know it's happening because it's because of the gradualness of it. You might not see it, and you you know it's only when you've escaped from it and you look back and you realise what your life had become that you you know that it's it gives you nightmares. Mm. Yeah, so it's a bit like that thing where they talk about boiling a frog. Is if you put a frog in a pan and you turn it and the, the pan is boiling, the frog will immediately jump out because right. they notice the difference. <laughs> but if you want to boil a frog, you have to put the frog in the water and gradually, gradually, gradually turn up the heat. And then eventually the frog will get used to it and used to it and then you'll boil. And it's the same thing is evil acts very, very gradually in all senses because you we're hardwired because we're hardwired to look towards goodness and look towards God. We are naturally repelled from evil, but it hides itself by being so subtle and so gradual that we just get used to it. Yeah. I, th I think the other thing that I want to say is that it's what it's something that happens behind closed doors because to everyone that knew us, we were a happily married young couple, both teachers, you know, both you know professional people and to all intents and purposes nobody would know what was going on you know nobody would know that side of our life yeah but it's always an evil always hides itself exactly isn't it? always hides itself so i mean that's part of the reason for the 16 days and the global day of action as well it's to sort of say you know this is happening yeah and and to show to people as well that sometimes we have these prejudice in our mind do we think oh that only happens to this sort of person exactly so it doesn't happen to professional people because they wouldn't they wouldn't put up with it that's right you know but that's completely untrue yeah it happens in all walks of life mm. in you know in, in every in every section of society there mm. will be people who are experiencing this now so uh, thanks so much for sharing your story with us here jackie that's really important that you've done that and i think that'll give hope to people who are uh, suffering in this way and also as well like you say help them to notice that what's actually happening in their life just isn't on yeah. and it's not okay and that isn't normal yeah. that isn't the normal way to behave and there are roots out of it yeah i will finish with that and i think this is the most important thing is that in the show notes for this in the description book below we'll have the uh information from the 16 days of activism and there are ways out and there are people that can help you. And there are escape routes, really. Because maybe I always think about evil in general as a bit like uh, the child catcher. You remember the creepy yeah. child catcher? Yeah. Is they tempt you in with a, a nice lollipop and then they throw you into jail. And what the 16 days of activism is, is uh, opening the door and saying, would you like to come out of jail, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thanks a lot for sharing that personal story with us, Jackie. And uh, hopefully we'll be doing another one of uh, these podcasts soon. And please check out all the information on our website and in the show notes. And on the 20, what's the date on Saturday? So 27th. On the 27th. Uh, at at, at 12.45, we're gathering outside Holford's. You'll recognise us. We'll be wearing purple scarves and carrying placards and a big Bristol Diocese banner. Yeah, 
And so it's join gonna be a, us if you want to. It's going to be a proper demo then, isn't it? It is, yeah. Well, it's a vigil. A vigil. A vigil. So it won't be like the ones I went on when I was a student. No, we, I hope we won't be being re- arrested or anything well, like that. Not, we don't, don't go on about me being arrested on the <laughs> internet, Jackie. That's another story, that is. Cut that out. I didn't, so, say, I didn't say that. That, that was a said. long time ago that was, that <laughs> happened. At we, that. we might freeze to death, but we won't be yeah, arrested, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, you'll be freeze to death, you won't be arrested at the demo. So thanks a lot, and uh, we'll all the best for and all our prayers for Saturday. And uh, we'll see you soon.